Napkin and a Napkin Podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 37, and today I thought we'd talk a little rebounding here. How to build your rebounding philosophy, uh, how to implement rebounding, and maybe a progression of rebounding drills. So let's talk about rebounding and rebounding development. Uh, Rebounding is the one statistic in basketball, and I'm not the first one to ever come up with this, but it is it is the one statistic in basketball where you can be really, really selfish. You're never going to run into a coach that says, hey, uh, Johnny or, or Susie, quit rebounding so much for us. We, we just quit doing that. It is uh, the, the one statistic where you can really be driven to be really, really selfish. It is also... We often say, well, it's just the big's job. Rebounding is an everybody job. It is a team effort. You have to sell your team that it is everybody's responsibility to rebound on every possession. It is dependent on what you want to do within your team on how you build your rebounding philosophy. For me, there's three or four basic rebounding philosophies that you can have. One is what I call an NBA philosophy, where you send one and a half to two guys to the glass and you get three back or something along those lines. Or you designate, okay, you're gonna you're going to crash, you're gonna be our get back person every single time. It depends on what you want to do when you're talking about crashing the offensive glass. Obviously on the defensive glass, it's everybody's job to rebound on every possession. Uh, you could also do on the offensive glass, you could do something that was really successful for our program for, for a long time. We called it smother and deny and send three back where shot goes up. The other team gets the rebound. The person closest to the ball would smother it. The next closest person to the outlet would try and deny that outlet person. And if you're not smothering, if you're not denying, you're getting back and you're protecting the lane. And we smothered and denied the outlet pass to help our kids get back into the lane and protect our basket. Or you could kind of do what I call the Princeton philosophy, which I am not a big fan of unless you have a team that is just not very athletic but really, really can shoot it well. And that is basically where you send no one to the offensive glass and you are conceding the rebound to the uh, to your opponent pretty much every single shot. I'm not a big fan of that. I think in some way, shape, or form, you have to put some pressure on the basket, on the offensive glass, to your opponents on a nightly basis. And you've got to create, especially for us at the high school level, and and this is who mostly listens to this podcast as high school coaches, we have to create multiple opportunities for us. And we either have to win the battle of the glass or we have to win the turnover battle because most high school teams are not going to be geared to play five on five, night in, night out on both ends of the floor. You need to create opportunities for you. I'm going to give you a a, a progression. I kind of came up with a progression of, of rebounding uh, philosophy and how you can build one on top of the other on top of the other. However, I've, I've also gone to a more of a philosophy of not necessarily running rebounding drills and taking time out of practice to just run a specific rebounding drill, but I prefer to rebound every drill and to emphasize rebounding every drill. Now, 
I know there comes a time and there comes a place where you just have to slow it down and you say, okay, we need to work on rebounding here and we need to run a specific drill for rebounding. But I think that it's important as you progress with your team as the season goes along that perhaps you slide away from running rebounding drills in practice to where you just say, hey, we're going to rebound every drill. And you can take that 5 to 15 minutes on a daily basis and work on other skills that you may need to have and to develop and implement your rebounding to the other things that you're doing for that other hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes, whatever you're running that day as far as time. But if you're if you're starting out maybe at a youth level and you want to progress, here is a progression of, of free throws, or I'm sorry, not free throws, rebounding that I have put together and I, and I think it makes steps, uh, makes sense, and it builds upon one another, okay? So the first thing you do is just one-on-one rebounding. Uh, shot goes up, you find this person, you go get it, you drag, uh, you, you box them out, you go get the basketball. I don't think you, I'm, a, I'm the type of guy, and again, everybody's different, I don't get picky on technique. I'm more of uh, a Tom Izzo guy where it's just hit and get. Go hit your guy get a body on them, drive them out, and then go get the basketball. Don't spend a ton of time on technique. So one-on-one, it's just you. It's just an offensive player, defensive player, a coach, or or a uh, teammate shoots a shot, and you go get it. Miss or make, we're going to go get that rebound. Then you go to one-on-one weak side closeout rebounding. So you're guarding the ball. So you're, you, the offensive player has the ball. Defensive player is, is guarding them, usually on a wing. They skip it across to a coach or a teammate. That defensive player jumps into the lane or whatever your off-ball philosophy is a couple of passes away, and they hold it there for a second or two, and then they shoot it. And now the weak side rebounder, and studies have shown that basically two out of three shots are going to miss or skip to the weak side. So you really got to emphasize that weak side box out. You're rebounding on that weak side, but the offensive player has that running start. You box them out. You drive them out, and you get that rebound. And again, focus on the outlet. Just don't focus on, well, we've got the rebound. Okay, what do we do with it when we get the rebound? Well, hey, we want to transition quickly. Emphasize the outlet pass, coaches. And I know that's common sense, but sometimes we get so caught up in getting the rebound. Hey, we got the rebound. Now we want, no, let's let's get the rebound, and let's take advantage of it. Okay? Then you go two-on-two, and you go two-on-two straight up, very similar to the one-on-one. Then to make it a little bit more difficult, you go. We we do what we call two on two switch, where we we X the two defenders, and you can put them on the wings, you can put them on the elbow, you can put them in the corners, wherever you want to put them. Uh, but you play it miss or make, and those two people cross one another uh, to go uh, re- uh, to box out to hit and get on the opponent again to give more movement to make it more difficult for them to get a body on somebody. Then you can go three on three straight up. And then you could go three-on-three rotation, which is, you know, one goes to two, two goes to three, three goes to one, and we rotate around there going to get them, again, to make it more difficult to go and put a body on somebody to hit and get. And you want to make it as stressful as you can on them in practice so that when they get in a competition, they are prepared for movement and for different things. The next one that I really like is, and I think this is really important, free throw rebounding. And you have a plan for rebounding off of a free throw. Uh, we, we face this, and how many times do you see a team that doesn't rebound on a free throw at an important, crucial point in the game, and they give up an extra possession because they don't box out off of a free throw? 
what we do is we designate somebody to pinch. So on one side, we have two players that are pinching in on the one person. On the other side, one player has to win their one-on-one, -on -one, and then the top player boxes out the shooter. And that is our philosophy when it comes to free throw rebounding and consistently winning that. Your first step has to be back, especially on that bottom block. Too many times we have kids to just kind of step in at a parallel angle. No, it's got to be a step back, and we've got to drive them out. And now, kids are going to be smart. They're going to adjust. They're going to run spin moves. They're going to do a swim, that type of thing. They might X that. The offense might X the, the free throw situation there. So you have to be aware of that. But I think it's important that you work on and you break down free throw rebounding in practice. One of the, and, and then uh, to, to finish up here, two more. Uh, you do a five-on-four rebounding drill. So you put five players out on offense. You've got four defenders, and coach pitches it out to one player, and they shoot the shot. You box out everybody but the shooter. It forces them to communicate. It forces them to think on the fly. It makes it, again, unorganized and chaotic as much as you can in practice so that your players are used to that. Uh, one of the, the, the last drill I'll leave you with, and every, there, you know, there's a lot of different variations of this drill. We, we call it warrior drill, where basically we have uh, three players that are underneath, and it's a live, continuous, beat the snot out of each other drill. Uh, You've got to score two baskets. You've got to rebound and score two baskets, and then you rotate out. And our kids have always loved that drill. They think it's a ton of fun. Uh, they like hacking each other as they're going uh, after the basketball. It teaches tenacity. You find out who your tough players truly are. Uh, it forces your players to often finish through contact, which I think is a bonus with it. Uh, you can do it a lot of different ways. You can divide your players into teams, and uh, you know one of you know we we got five minutes. We're going to alternate green and white, or or whatever your 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 teams are divided up into. And one, or you could go three teams, and once one of your guys uh, scores two, somebody from your team jumps in, and whichever team has the most makes after X amount of minutes, you can do that as well. There's a lot of different ways to run that drill, but we call it warrior drill uh, in the theory of we're going to be warriors underneath there. Um, it's, it's a great drill. Kids love it. I would encourage you to do that. So there's a, a progression of rebounding drills that you can use. Uh, with your program to develop a rebounding prowess. But you do have to have a rebounding philosophy. You do need to emphasize it, and you do need to make sure that everybody is on the same page and that everybody has and knows your expectations for your program's philosophy on the boards. So, Foundation Friday number 37, rebounding. If you're listening, of course, you're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, rate, and review for this out to folks who are like-minded with it. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. If you have any questions on these drills or other rebounding drills, I have other rebounding drills as well. If you if you would like to know more, uh, feel free to reach out to me. And follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits on our Twitter site. Coaches, as always, as you wrap up with Foundation Friday number 37 here, Let's pray for peace, let's stay safe, and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.